You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into another edition of Locked on Kings. Thank you so much for finding us here on iTunes, on Google Play, on Audioboom, or on Stitcher. Tell a friend, let them know we're here each and every day talking about the NBA and talking about your Sacramento Kings. Plus, we encourage you to check out the entirety of the network, whether it's Locked on 49ers, Locked on Raiders, anything you're looking for, NFL, we've got it. Locked on Fantasy, Locked on NBA, each and every team. That's what the network provides for you on a daily basis, Monday through Friday. So here we go. Let's get into it for today's podcast. We've got a a funny story we're going to pass your way from the radio uh, that will air uh, parts of what happened on Wednesday morning with Coach Yeager, an explanation will be coming up uh, shortly at the end of the podcast. Hopefully a little tease for you there. But today we're going to spend some time on the NBA GM survey. And this is always a funny topic to me because uh, each and every year it comes out, people react to what they see on this as they should. I mean, it's um, interesting conversation pieces, right? Because you want to see what everybody thinks about what the decision makers in the league think about players, teams, Uh, coaches, those kind of things. So the NBA.com 2017-2018 GM survey came out on Wednesday. And first, I guess I should let out, lay out the the backdrop of this because the GMs responded to what they believe were about 40, almost 50 different questions on players, coaches, fans, off-season moves, best teams, those kind of things. General managers were not permitted to vote for their own team or personnel Percentages of these uh, numbers and pools were based on uh, the pool of respondents to that particular question rather than all 30 GMs. So the the premise of this, the backdrop is perfect. The question is, did each GM vote on this or were they given it to an assistant? Were they given it to a co? You know, who who did it? We don't know. But still, we're going to we're going to go on the premise that this was done on the up and up. And hopefully it was. Um and we'll go from there. So here's what we found. We're not going to go over every different question, but there are some interesting things that lay out to what past surveys played out for NBA seasons. Kind of a team-wide um, acknowledgement and question. The most obvious question, which team will win the 2018 NBA Finals? There are only two votes, and you can guess it, right? Golden State, 93% of the votes. Cleveland received 7%. Last year, just for perspective, Golden State received 69%. We had that question on Locked on Kings uh, Friday mailbag last week, I believe, or the week before when I was asked if you weren't to pick Golden State or you weren't to pick Cleveland um, to be in the NBA Finals or even the Western Conference, representing the Western Conference, who would you pick? And I think I had Washington and did I take San Antonio or OK? I might have switched to OKC if I think about it from from a week ago. So, uh, But really, it's um, Golden State. In Cleveland, those are the two answers that you'd expect. Now, they ranked the top four teams in the conferences from the East. The top vote getter was Cleveland, then Boston, then Washington, then Toronto. And in the West, it was Golden State, Houston, San Antonio, and Oklahoma City. The interesting thing, finishing fifth, a clo- uh, not really that close of a fifth, was Minnesota. And I think that's a trendy team this year, and I get why, because that is a very, very strong roster. Next question to the GMs. Who will win the 2017-2018 Most Valuable Player Award? This one surprised me, not in the sense of not qualified, certainly more than capable, but they picked LeBron James at 50%. 
Last year, he was the favorite as well at 47%. The other candidates, Kevin Durant, 29%. Kawhi Leonard, 11%. James Harden, 7 And Steph Curry, just 4%. I think it's going to be difficult for LeBron to win the MVP. I believe that voters get enamored on stats, for one, to something new, something shiny, whatever, whatever the fresh face will be around the NBA. And those five that they are all listed are all pretty familiar faces, but... If a guy like Anthony Davis or Giannis Antetokounmpo or someone like that came in and had a stellar season, I could just picture people being enamored with that. I mean, what would LeBron have to do? I don't know how many more games they're going to win. I believe he's going to rest some. I don't know that he's going to win the scoring title. I think he's going to be a same spectacular self, but I just don't see him winning the MVP. That's my guess. Um, This one also surprised me. If you were starting a franchise today and could sign any player in the NBA, who would it be? So that's starting a franchise now. The top vote getters, fifth to first, fifth, Kevin Durant, 11%. Kevin Durant just turned 29. Why wouldn't they be number one? He's not old. Number four, Kawhi Leonard. Number three, LeBron James. Number two, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And number one, Carl Anthony Towns. Also receiving votes, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis. Last year, the highest one was Carl Anthony Towns as well. Um, I'm a big Carl Anthony Towns fan. I'm impressed. He hasn't made the playoffs yet. It's only been two years. But I'd start my franchise right now with either LeBron or Kevin Durant. And I know that, oh, they're older. For one, Durant's not that old. Don't you think he's got five good year, like winning years left? I know I'm going to win if I have Kevin Durant. And if I have LeBron James, I'm going to do the same. That's what I would do if, if I were starting a franchise uh, today. Now, that may not be as good uh, 10 years down the line. But no promises on Carl Anthony Towns. I think he'll be great, but I'd rather win right now and then have a winning culture and maybe other guys come to the organization and I just build it from a good starting point. A couple more here. Uh, which player is most likely to have a breakout season in 2017-2018? All right, this one's always a good question, guys, that we want to see uh, jumping up here. Uh, from 5-1, to one, Andrew Wiggins received 7%. Yusuf Nurkic received 10%. Miles Turner and Kristaps Porzingis, 14%. Carl Anthony Towns at 21%. Now, last year's leader on the list was Devin Booker. That was a good call. He had 31%. Others receiving votes. I'm looking for some kings on there, but not seeing it. Jalen Brown, KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. You got Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, Gary Harris, Rodney Hood, Brandon Ingram, Zach Levine, Jamal Murray, Ben Simmons. All right, next topic. Who is the best point guard in the NBA? Last year's winner, Steph Curry at 63%. He nearly matched it. 62% of the GM said Steph Curry. Number two, Russell Westbrook. Number three, Chris Paul. Number four, John Wall. That is a great group of point guards. Best shooting guard in the NBA. James Harden, an easy winner at 83%. Klay Thompson was next at 10%. Others receiving votes, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, which is interesting because Kawhi is higher up in the small forward position, but that's uh, that's that list. Best small forward, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard. How good is that group? Last year it was LeBron at 77%. This year that's dropped to 61. Best power forward in the NBA from 4-1, to one, Carl Anthony Towns, Kevin Durant at 3, uh, LeBron James at 2. So, again, guys that are in multiple positions, Anthony Davis at number 1. Uh, also receiving votes, Giannis Antetokounmpo and Draymond Green. This last one is an interesting one to me because it's the best center in the NBA. Last year's vote was DeAndre Jordan. He is not in the top four this year. He got a few votes. It's DeAndre Jordan, Nikola Jokic, Draymond Green, and Rudy Gobert receiving votes. Number four to number one, DeMarcus Cousins, Marcus Gasol, Anthony Davis, and Carl Anthony Towns. 
What's interesting about that, I'm going to go back to a debate that a lot of people would continue to have on the radio station. I talked about on this podcast where people would ask, hey, the Kings have the best big man in the NBA. And I am full in acknowledgement of DeMarcus Cousins' skill set, but I would constantly ask the question, that's just a blanket statement. He is the best big man in the NBA. Is he? Well, according to GMs, he's the fourth best center in the NBA with a guy like DeAndre Jordan finishing higher than him a lot before. A lot of people are enamored with Jokic, DeAndre Jordan I mentioned, Rudy Gobert. Um, but then the guys ahead of him already, Marcus All, Anthony Davis, and Carl Anthony Towns. So DeMarcus is one of the great players in the league. There's no doubt. But I don't know that I consider him the best big man in the NBA. Off-season moves, these are always compelling to fans for sure. At the GMs were asked which team made the best overall moves this off-season. Five to one, Golden State basically keeping their roster. I got 7%. Number four, Houston, 11%. Three, Minnesota. Two, Boston, number one, Oklahoma City. The next question is also an interesting one. Which one player acquisition will make the biggest impact? Number four, Kyrie Irving. Number three, Chris Paul. Number two, Jimmy Butler. And number one, Paul George. Uh, Who was the most underrated player acquisition? All right, now we finally get some uh, notice of the Sacramento Kings. I'm going to tell you the guys that received some votes, P.J. Tucker, Patrick Patterson, Kelly Olynyk, Zach Levine going to Chicago, Omri Caspi at Golden State, Jamal Crawford, Minnesota, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope to the Lakers. But at number five, it's 7%, Rudy Gay, the ex-king, going to San Antonio. Bogdan Bogdanovich, also tied with Rudy Gay at 7%, so GMs are impressed by that move. Number three, Jay Crowder and Jimmy Butler tied. Number two, Avery Bradley to Detroit. Number one, Paul Millsap. All right, before we get to more on the GM survey, let me tell you about SeatGeek. Because SeatGeek, when you want to see all these great players, when you want to see all your favorite teams, hopefully it's the Sacramento Kings, you need to buy tickets at uh, sporting events, concerts, whatever. All that can be a difficult task, but it's easy, made easier by SeatGeek. It's the best way to do it, the smartest way to do it. And with SeatGeek's mobile experience, it's super easy. You can buy tickets. You can sell tickets on the app, on your phone, on your mobile device with just a couple of taps. SeatGeek will help you get those great seats at the best prices, and all of it is fully guaranteed. So you want to see the best events, see the best athletes in the world, think about SeatGeek to get your NBA tickets, NFL tickets, whatever sporting event you want to get to, Think about SeatGeek. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket from sports to concerts, whether it's theater or comedy. Think about SeatGeek. And best of all, right now, you can get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app, enter promo code L-O-N-B-A. That's L-O-N-B-A. Do that today. Promo code L-O-N-B-A for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All right, next we continue with more of our GM survey here, some of the results from the questions that were asked. Which team will be most improved in 2017-2018? Teams that receive votes, Charlotte, Denver, Lakers, Oklahoma City, top two, Philadelphia, and number one, Minnesota. Uh, when asked what was the most surprising move of the offseason, you had Paul Millsap to Denver, Gordon Hayward to Boston, Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract to New York, Carmelo to Oklahoma City, Jimmy Butler to Minnesota, but the top three, Chris Paul to Houston, Paul George to Oklahoma City in the Boston-Cleveland trade. I mean, you just think about those moves that were made this offseason, throwing the Kings and DeMarcus's trade in February. It has been a banner offseason for the NBA. New uh, faces in new places and just big, big names. I mean, big names being moved around. And I think it's just been a great offseason and summer 
for the NBA. Uh, next up on our GM survey, who will win the 2017-2018 Rookie of the Year? Dennis Smith was third. Ben Simmons was second. Number one, Lonzo Ball. Also receiving votes, Jason Tatum and De'Aaron Fox. We were talking about De'Aaron Fox today on the radio and whether or not he could be a rookie of the year. I think there's no doubt he could. I think it's going to be difficult for a couple of reasons. One, smaller market, you've got to be amazing. There's got to be huge attention. Think about Tyreek Evans' rookie of the year and the Kings and uh, we're really throwing out that banner of 25 and 5 and he achieved it which was great but he had just statistically a fantastic year and he barely beat out Steph Curry Lonzo Ball is going to get a ton of attention in LA Ben Simmons will get a ton of attention in Philadelphia Dennis Smith had a great uh, summer league but De'Aaron and Jason Tatum the other guys getting votes Tatum's on a really good team I don't know that he'll shine that bright there with all the other talent And De'Aaron Fox, if he was put in a spot much like Tyreek Evans was, where it's come in, start, play 35 to 40 minutes, he might get it. But I don't think he's in that spot here. I think he's not going to start at the beginning of the year. I think he's going to play a ton. But I I don't think he's in a spot to be as productive with the amount of minutes and in the bigger stage that maybe Lonzo Ball is. Not saying he's not a better player. I just think the better chances to win rookie of the year might fall to someone like Lonzo Ball. The next question was also interesting was which rookie will be the best player in the draft in five years? And I was hoping some Kings would be on this list, but they were not. Jonathan Isaac and Dennis Smith Jr. received some votes. Ben Simmons, Lonzo Ball tied for fourth. Jason Tatum and Markel Fultz second. The number one, a little surprise, number four pick overall, Josh Jackson from Phoenix. Which rookie was the biggest deal at where he was selected in the draft? Top vote there was Dennis Smith. You also have Kyle Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, and Caleb Swanigan. No other uh, Kings uh, were mentioned there. Uh, Later on, they were asked the best defensive player in the NBA, Kawhi Leonard, then Draymond Green, Rudy Gobert. Kings do not have anybody on that list, though I would think he's not known. It took a while for Avery Bradley to get noticed. Garrett Temple's a really good defender. I mean, he really is. Uh, Here's where the narrative has changed. I like this question. Which is the best defensive team in the NBA? Golden State gets 55% of the vote, followed by San Antonio, Utah, and Oklahoma City. The best head coach in the NBA, Greg Popovich, won that one in a landslide. Then Steve Kerr, others receive votes, Rick Carlisle and Eric Spolstra. Uh, Which head coach makes the best in-game adjustments? That went to Rick Carlisle, then Brad Stevens, Greg Popovich. So this is basically the the run of um, players – excuse me, from the GMs on questions. I like this one as well because it has ties to Sacramento. Which active player will make the best head coach someday? Number one, Chris Paul. Number two, Manu Ginobili. A tie for third, Steph Curry and Garrett Temple. I'm glad, I'm glad Garrett got some love. Also receiving votes, Vince Carter. Um, which team is the most fun to watch? Golden State, Houston, and Denver. Which team has the best home court advantage? This used to be a spot where Sacramento always had it, but Golden State. See, they're just the best team, Oklahoma City and San Antonio. Most athletic player, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook, followed by LeBron James and Zach Levine. Best player that's the best pure shooter, Steph Curry won that over Clay Thompson, then Devin Booker. Fastest with the ball. I'm anxious to see this next year because right now it's John Wall followed by Russell Westbrook. Others getting no, uh, votes, Kyrie Irving and Ish Smith. I believe, believe me, De'Aaron Fox will be on that list next year. People will be amazed by his speed best passer in the nba goes to lebron james best bench player making the biggest impact when he enters the game andre iguodala toughest player in the nba Kawhi leonard draymond green and steven adams tie for first 
best leader goes to LeBron. Um, best basketball IQ, LeBron James as well. And then the last one they asked, what rule regarding play, draft, lottery, playoff format, et cetera, needs most change? Number one was playoff seating. I don't agree with that at all. Number two, draft lottery odds slash system. Not a fan of moving that either. Draft combine, uh, which is timing, medical testing, et cetera. Indifferent on that one. Advancing the ball. Eh. I'm, I'm kind of fine with a lot of the rules, and I love the most recent one of trimming down the timeouts. I think that's been a good addition for the NBA. All right, I want to close things out on a, on a funny, light note. Uh, on our radio station, Sports 1140 KHDK, we are the home of the Kings there, and our morning show, Dave, Carmichael Dave, and Katie Christensen were on on Wednesday. Also, Scott Pollard, the ex-King, joined them. And I'll give you just a little bit of the backdrop. I cut up this audio because it's pretty funny how it played out, and it's it's broken up into two different segments, but I'll smash them together. But yesterday, I'll say it was, let me see, actually it was Tuesday, Carmichael, Dave, and Katie and myself were outside the radio station talking about different things, and Dave brought up, the photoshopped picture of Dave Yeager, Coach Dave Yeager, on the cover of GQ. Now, we didn't mention it was photoshopped, and Carmichael Dave brought up, hey, did you see this, Katie? Showed her the picture of him. It looks legit. It's pretty well done unless you really study it, but just a quick picture. And Dave said, man, I was still surprised that Coach Yeager got on the cover of GQ. And Katie's like, yeah, that's amazing. What did they have him on there for? And so then Dave starts going in on – Oh, he was the, you know, they're naming him the best dressed and they, they're just enamored with his uh, outfits and he's lost some weight. Look at his, he looks like a model. He's, he's perfect. And so then Dave starts going farther and farther along and really going extreme into what some of the pictures were. We're joking. There's a centerfold. I mean, it's so far over the top, some of the stuff that Dave started to say. So then I started to back him up and just Dave and I are going and we're just making up more extreme scenarios of pictures that Coach Yeager is in. I said there's an online version. Dave says he's doing this. Just this was a controversial picture. Just all over the place. And Katie's listening, kind of buying it, we think. But I'm also thinking this is so outlandish. She's just like, you guys are crazy. And then she says, well, you know what? I might have to bring that up on my TV hit in the preseason game on the ninth. And I look at Dave like, oh, I hope that doesn't happen. But we got onto some other topic, and then we were done. So didn't think of it. Well, we fast forward to Wednesday on the radio station when Coach Dave Yeager was on, on the drive with, as we mentioned, Dave, Katie, and Scott Pollard was in as well. And this is portions of what happened on the show. Coach, are you, have I heard, I might be wrong here. You're not a Bills fan. You're a Vikings fan, right? Absolutely. Okay, see, we were talking about this off air. I want to say it was yesterday because we were talking about your GQ shoot, and I think Dave was like, he's a Bills fan. I was like, okay, hold absolutely on. Hold on. not. I, I got to stop you, Katie. Jason Ross and I talked to you for like 20 minutes yeah. about the G. That was all a complete joke on you. He, it, It's fake. It was Photoshopped. We were just messing with you 100%, and we had a bet to see if we'd be able to convince you or not that he actually had a GQ shoot. Are you lying to I'm me? I'm not. It was a Photoshop. Coach, we okay, went on with, we, we went, we went with right Katie now? for like 10 minutes about how you – I was like, well, the weird thing was is that he was wearing a Bills jersey in one of the pictures, and he had a hockey stick. Like, okay. Jason and I'm, I went on for 20 you know minutes because about this. Because of that, this. I'm leaving the show. My last day is Friday. <laughs> I hate you. I just won 10 bucks. I hate you. We got you. Coach, sorry to bring you in oh on that, God. but uh, – we had to pull that on Dave. I, I'm I'm going to be looking for a new job here. If you have any uh, spaces available on your coaching staff, like I'm looking for something immediate. Yeah, I just want I want a cut of the ten bucks. Oh my god, you want a cut? You just signed a new contract. What do you need a cut of the ten bucks for? 
Jeez, look, are you kidding me? No. Is that a legit thing? We went on for like 10 minutes. We had you. a bet. I, oh, my God. <clears throat> Anyways, I I'll let Katie recover there. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not. I'm done. Coach I literally can't Dave recover. Dave Yeager with us right now on the program. Uh, <laughs> coach, I got five bucks cash for you the next time I get to a game. Congratulations I on the photo you. shoot. And, uh, I, I really love you, though, Dave. I hate this Dave. <laughs> always, no, Katie going to smack me, too, like I oh, had something yeah. to do with it. <laughs> hey, buddy, we go down together. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Oh, bye, Coach. Thanks, guys. All right, take care. Thanks, Coach. I seriously... <laughs> hate you. Scott, we only have 30 seconds, but honestly, Jason Ross and I sat with Katie yesterday, and we we, we said there was a centerfold. Uh, there was a thing where he was uh, diving into a pool in a Speedo, and she laughed. And she bought it you all, You didn't dude. say a Speedo. You said, wow. like, Armani Trunks. Armani Trunks. I'm sorry. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Scott, well done. Thank you. Uh, Proud of you. Thank you very much. And like I said, I, I smushed two parts together. There was a little gap in there of, of the rest of the interview. Dave, bailed out Katie quickly because that could have been disastrous, but it was it was funny on our end, and I can't believe uh, she fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Anyway, hope you enjoyed today's podcast. A lot of fun for me. Uh, we're back again tomorrow for another edition of Locked on Kings. More preseason games coming up, and uh, we look forward to it. Thank you for subscribing, hopefully on iTunes. It's all free stuff. Audio Boom, Google Play, and Stitcher. And uh, make sure you keep on listening right here to Locked on Kings. You are Locked on Kings. Your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.